Coach, good to see you. Appreciate your time. Good always. to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, let's talk running game here. And the importance of an early running game, it may not be the flashy 10, 15 yards early in a game, but if you're getting one, two, some positive momentum early, that's when the big stuff can break later in a game. Is that right? Yeah, and of course, over the years, that's the one thing that you kind of learn as it goes. You know, I think just from being around some of the uh, what I want to say, some of the best head coaches ever. You know, they would always, I would always uh, remember them saying, especially defensive guys. I would always remember those head coaches saying that, oh, don't worry about them. They don't have the patience to stick to that four yards in the cloud of dust. They won't stick to it. They're gonna drop, you know, drop back and throw too many passes. You know, Pete Carroll is is one notorious for that. Yeah. Pete just don't believe you got the patience to sit there and run the ball. Whereby they all know they fear the same thing. They fear the running game. And if you started, like you said, if you started off early with one, two, two, three, three, four, sooner or later it gets to eight, nine, ten, eleven, you know, it starts to change it. And I said the one thing, too, that we all learn in football, when you're sitting out in those meetings, when you're sitting out in these team meetings the Saturday night before a game, mm-hmm. I've never heard a defensive coordinator ever step up and say, we got to stop the pass, we got to stop the pass. <laughs> they all don't sleep at night because they're worried about you running that football, right. you know, because the – the key to it is sooner or later those with Leonard, especially Leonard Fournette, yeah. those those two yard gains turns to four, those four turn to eight, eight turns to forty eight, or as in the Denver case, it turns into eighty one. Coach, when when Leonard's been going this year well, he's back to his old self, just kind of downhill, and and he a lot of times runs to contact. That's the way he's always kind of uh-huh. been in college. But it seems like this year, especially the last couple of weeks, he still had that aggressive downhill mentality that's when he's at his best yes and and that's kind of what he and I have talked about that's the uh discussion we've had and I I told him it's always that thin line you know right between there you know as a coach you know you're a little bit nervous to say uh you know hey put your put your head down and just go forward there's a little bitty crease there you can gain four whereby a good runner his mindset is hold on one minute coach if I jump cut to my left maybe I can gain 12 you know, and I told him, and Lynn and I talked about that. Is starting out, starting out early. Let's take those fours. Let's take those five. Let's just kind of get going, wear them down a little bit, and then as the game progress, we'll go ahead and jump cut one or two and see if you can break one. Terry Robisky with us, Jaguars running backs coach. How's his stamina? Last week it was back to I think he played fifty-five of the fifty-eight snaps on offense last week. Now there's not a lot of runs in that. Right. With some three and outs, it was tough to establish it early and, and get back to the running game. But he's been doing that a lot this year. He's on the field all the time. How is he handling that? You think? Well, like I told him, you know, the, the places I've been in my past, you know, when I've had the Marcus Allen's and the Bo Jacksons and the Eric Dickinsons and the guys that uh, that that's in Canton, when I've had those guys, they've played. Uh, you know, like I told him, I can't sit. I can't sit back and predict. That what's coming. I can't predict that. Okay, we're gonna run it this one, then we're gonna throw it three, then we're gonna run it on that fold. Mm-hmm. You know, when when they call a run, you're, you're a runner. You're here to run it, and and it's hard to run it if you if you're kneeling down next to me. And like I told him, and I think that's uh, you know one thing that uh, I got to kind of check on myself is I've always had a hard time trying to guess what is the best time to give him a blow when he's in in, a, in the middle of a drive. If we've got a 12 play, 15 play, 18 play drive. Okay, I, that's easy. You know, I could substitute that, you know, but like you said, if we've got a six play drive going and we get to play seven, I, I, should I take him out here now? You know, wait a minute. We just got down to the 20 yard line. 
well, no, well, it, it, the next one may be a run, and he might score. You know what I mean? He might take it to the house. And it's not, like I told him, it's not that I'm afraid to put the next guy in. I'm just afraid that the guy that's supposed to be in isn't in and uh, got a chance to go score, you know. And, of course, with Leonard, he's got a chance to go score every time he touches it from just about anywhere on the field. So that's a, that's a hard thing to, to balance when you feel like you got a guy that you're counting on and you're depending on. But he's uh, he's been doing good. But I tell you, the effort that he has put in this summer and and the energy that he's uh, expanded using all this this whole this whole season, everything he's been doing in practice has showed up in the game. He's been working hard in practice, running hard, finishing plays, uh, finishing downfield with good distance to it, and taking consecutive plays over and over and over. And I think on Sunday it's been good. I've sat down a couple of times and asked him, how you feel on the bench? You all right? You okay? I'm good. He's not even breathing hard, so I guess he's okay. <laughs> Final thought here. This is uh, th- this is setting up to be a get-right game for the offense. You don't want to downplay what Cincinnati can do, but this is a, a – this is the stretch here coming up for this football team, right? Two and four, going on the road to Cincinnati. To get right on offense, this will be a good week to start, right? Well, uh, again, you're in the media, so I'm going to let you say that. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to you, and I'm going uh, to listen to you, but I ain't going to agree with you, That's fair. Okay? okay? Because the one thing you said, you know, not to downplay Cincinnati, uh, the one thing I can say from all the years in the league is just about the time you start getting to a point that you feel like uh, this is homecoming. You know, you start feeling like this. Oh, this week we got an easy one. Oh, this week it's going. Then all of a sudden you you realize you're the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets. You realize that uh, there's no homecoming in the NFL. I've learned that. I've been in it long enough to know that just about the time you start thinking. Uh, oh man, this is homecoming. You find out you're that homecoming opponent. You know, people sneak up on you. So, you know, we've, we've got an opportunity this week to go out and compete, which is what the game's all about. We've got a chance to, uh, we got a chance to plus side a little bit and work, work, work hard and, and try to get back on track. We've certainly got a chance to do that. Uh, we're going up to Cincinnati. I wish they were coming here, you know, but, uh, we got to go up there and fight. We got to compete. Cincinnati's got a good bunch of guys on defense. They've got a nose tackle that's one of the best in ball. He could wreck the game by himself. I played him a couple of times. So they've got, uh, you know, they've got some, uh, some talent. They got some talent on their defense. We got to go up there and just uh, execute our offense and make it work. Coach, thank you. Good anytime, to you. anytime, anytime you guys call me.